Welcome to Him for Her Radio, women's hot topics. Ladies, this show is for you. Find clarity, discernment, and discover who you are in Jesus Christ, all while exploring the hot topics of the day. She's an evangelist, founder, and president of Him for Her Ministries, and she's here to tell it like it is. Your host, Suge Burry. What happened if you say what you want to say? Oh, ladies, I don't only want you to be brave today, I want you to be bold and strong today. Today, we've got a rocking topic for you. Today, it's called Being Physically and Spiritually Fit. (laughs) You know, Trevor, I just want you to turn it up, man. You know, let's just rock it out. Thinking about you, little sweet pea. You know, I just love to exercise. I do. I got to say, I love to exercise, but my body is looking like it never had. I don't know what happened. You know, I think one of the biggest challenges is to go from being really physically fit and young to being uh, mature in the body and not as young as you used to be, but still wanting to work out as hard as you used to. Uh, Those creaky bones just seem to kick in. I'm just so thankful for today's topic, being physically and spiritually fit. And we have an awesome guest with us today. This is part two, ladies. I want you to go back to part one, listen up. We covered a lot of groundwork there with our special guest. But before I get there, I want to introduce my dear friend, Linda Burns. Thank you for co-hosting with me today. You're welcome, Shug. It's great to be here. Will you please introduce our guest today? I would love to. First of all, I totally love this topic. And um, Kyle Robinson is our guest. He is a pastor, executive pastor at uh, Wooddale Church, and he's my pastor. So I've heard him preach on this, and it's excellent. He's a husband, father, runner. Um, he holds degrees from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, master's from Bethel University, and the University of Northwestern in St. Paul, and he has a doctorate in leadership from Creighton University, and he's a great leader. I've witnessed that, too. So, welcome, Kyle. Hey, thanks, Linda. Thanks thanks for having me, Shug. Great to be here. We're so thankful (laughs) that you're with us. I mean, not only are you physically and spiritually fit, I mean, your brain is rocking it, too, according to all this bio. I absolutely love it. So thank you for coming on with us, sharing with us your viewpoint on this topic. I know that it reaches a lot of our listeners, a lot of our lady friends out there. Mm. You're out jogging or listening to podcasts. You're on the treadmills. You're at you know, the fitness club, wherever you are, this is an awesome topic. And I'm so glad that you're multitasking and listening today because that's what women do. Amen? Amen. So I just want to jump right into it. We ended our first part one segment, talking about needing an assessment. Where do you begin on, you know, physically fit as well as spiritually fit? Can you share a little bit more with our listeners on that? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. And I think just as, you know, when we start getting ourselves physically fit, there's always some sort of an assessment, right? You you start someplace, it's either a number on the scale that you've never seen before. (laughs) It's uh, that, 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 piece of clothes that just doesn't fit the way it used to fit or whatever it is. You know, you try to run a mile, you can't keep up with the kids on walks anymore, whatever it might be. And it's some objective measure. The same is true spiritually, at least it should be. We need to start with some sort of an objective 
measure when it comes to assessing our spiritual fitness. And I, and one of the things that concerns me is that I think far too often we, we trust our feelings when it comes to how we're doing spiritually. And that can be a really damaging place because I, I, I don't know about you, Shug. I can't trust my own feelings. And dangerous. I mean, just (laughs) even today, I have felt like I have been like amazing spiritually and horrible spiritually. And that was the first, you know, 30 minutes of my morning, right? (laughs) That was before I got out of bed. So, you know, we can't trust our own feelings on it. So what can we trust? Where do we go? How do we do this? And that's where God's word, what we call the Bible, comes in is this is God's word to us. It doesn't change. It's universal. And it gives to us, here's the standard, this is what God calls us to live, how he calls us to live, and it's like a mirror. And we can see ourselves reflected in it, we recognize where we don't meet up, and that gives to us a great starting point for how we dive into improving our spiritual fitness. Yeah, so what do you think the first step is in that plan? Yeah, I think the first step is we actually have to do God's Word. Not just know it, not yeah. just hear it, but we actually have to put it into practice. Just do it. Just do just... it. I mean, just like, you know, if I went to the gym every morning, but I didn't do anything at the gym, I just walked in and looked around and got a protein shake and left, right. I would not be fit, <laughs> all right? I wouldn't, it wouldn't do anything. You actually have to do something when you go to the gym. You have to lace the shoes up. You actually have to take yeah. some steps to working on your fitness. The same is true when it comes to reading God's Word. God's Word is not some boring, dusty old book that's irrelevant. It is full of really specific, very practical things that actually, if you follow it, your life's going to be better, and you're going to be better at life yeah. because you're doing how God, who created you right, and, mm-hmm. and loves you and wants you to live the best life, the most full life ever, he, he gives you instruction on how to do that, and then Amazing. he helps you along the way. The fullest, the fullest life. Yeah. So right? it's uh, it's actually putting <laughs> God's word into practice. So something that I, I, I do just really practically in my own spiritual fitness is whenever I read God's word, I have a little journal next to me mm. and I always write every morning. Uh, that's when I choose to, to read, read the Bible. Uh, I will. What is God telling me to do? What's one practical step that day that I can write? What's an action? What, what right. I, do I need to go ask somebody for forgiveness Is there someone who I think I just need to go speak to that person and provide some encouragement to them? Is there a behavior in my life that that I shouldn't be doing and I need to ask for forgiveness from God and stop doing that behavior? What's one thing that I can take from each each time I'm in God's word? So when you're reading that morning, it'll speak. God's word will speak to you something. That's like right. you, it'll trigger. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the amazing thing about God's yeah. word is it's always there. There's always something <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. To, to glean from. You and, know, it's alive and living and it's really hard to describe. It's not like a, a textbook that you get at a college and you open up and you just read it. It is a living word. It is God inspired. It's, it's the breath of the Holy Spirit speaking to you. Um, and I know that a lot of people are intimidated by even opening the Bible. This is probably the most illegitimate. Uh, uh, is that the right word, Linda? I- illegitimate. You know, people who don't read it, they don't yeah. know. Illiterate, there's the word. Yeah. This is the most illiterate generation that there is when it comes to reading the Bible. So would you just take a minute and share, where should our listeners start? And first of all, ladies, get a Bible. Any church will offer you a Bible. Just walk in the door and say you'd like a Bible, whatever. I, and if not, come find us at Wooddale Church as well as other churches in the area. And uh, I promise you, we'll give you one. Yeah, or or if you have start. an app, download the U version, oh, which yeah. is this incredible, it's yes. free and 
and you can get all sorts of translations. There's reading plans. It's on your smartphone. You know, you're so funny. Which yeah. you're just you so whenever. much younger than I am. Yeah. Linda, that's, you know, you know I'm, I'm the I go-to. <laughs> I'm still doing the old Bible. Oh, yeah. but, but and you version is so much better because it's quicker. Like yeah. when you want to find a scripture verse, it's way easier than paging through. Yeah, absolutely. Just saying. <laughs> yeah. I have both. But I'm I would, I would say, I would say start in, there's a New Testament book called John. And John just describes who Jesus is. So you don't need to start at the beginning. Don't of start Genesis. at the beginning. No, okay. and, and Genesis is a great book. They're all great books. Um, I've spent a lot of my life reading and studying the Bible, so I, I've I've come to really appreciate each of those books. Mm-hmm. But for the if you're first beginning, what happens is you start in Genesis, and somewhere, you know. Two or three weeks yeah. in, you hit a whole bunch of books that yes. if you just don't understand, like, what, what is this talking about? Where is all this? And so ladies, John. by the way, too, the word Bible means books, and the Bible is made up of 66 individual books. So what Pastor Kyle is sharing with you as well, you don't have to start at the beginning in order to understand it. Uh, you can jump in at any place um, such as the book of John, which is really a great book. It's I a great it. book. Yeah. And then I also would encourage them to, to maybe read second. James. Mm, and yes. James was written by the half-brother of Jesus, mm-hmm. um, which that just, that says a lot about who Jesus is, right? When when right. you're, when you're, when your own family acknowledges that you're divine, mm-hmm. you've done something right. It you know? listening. I've tried that and it doesn't work. <laughs> doesn't work. That's right. So, but the reason I love James is it's so mm-hmm. practical. And mm-hmm. I view James as like my spiritual trainer. So if I need a jump start. Mm, right. You know, just yeah. like physically, if, you know, when you hit those, those spots where you're like, oh, I just, mm. I've, I've been on the couch too much. I need to, I need to reset yeah. myself physically. Just like you'd go jump into a boot camp or jump in. I love James because it's just like a spiritual mm. reset. And I view James, he's so direct. He's so to the point, very concise. It's, he's like my personal trainer. I picture him with a headband on, kind of just saying, Kyle, you can do this, but here's some things that you've got to do, you know, get down and, and give me 20 kind of a thing when it comes to our spiritual fitness. And, you know, I know we're comparing the two physical and spiritually fit, and I agree wholeheartedly with what you said. When you have a personal trainer helping you out, um, you know, you get advice on, on you know, I, okay, Peloton friends out there, I'm going to just talk to you about our instructors. They tell you how to put your knees, how to put your feet, how to make the perfect circles around um, cycling. And then you feel you're just cutting through the air, like everything is going well. I believe the book of James is the same way. As Christians, he's telling us the do's and don'ts for our own health and safety and spiritual fitness. That's right. Absolutely. And it's, it is incredibly practical. If you do what James tells you to do, you'll be amazed at how much better life is going mm-hmm. because it's just, it's just straightforward. Yeah. And that's, that's, that's the, again, a beautiful thing about God's word. And it's a short book. It's not that long. I think there's only five, five chapters. chapters. Yeah, that's right. So, you uh, know, come on ladies, no excuses. I, I was just thinking, you know, for me, the physical side of life has always been easier. God has always, you know, I just go to go do something physical. So, at one point in my life, I was, I kind of fell down in a really big way. And this friend of mine, who's a really strong Christian, helped me get up and said, here, come with me. I'm going to show you what you need to do. And lucky for me, I fell hard enough that I was willing to listen. <laughs> and she, she, you know, and I started walking with her. I went to her church. I did, you know, she would, 
every day call me and talk with me, give me scripture, you know, just counsel me. And it, it, she finally said, you have to rededicate your life to Christ and get baptized. So I went, okay, let's go. And I did it. And it, it's ultimately changed my life forever. I've never gone back. Before that happened, I had, you know, gone up and down yeah. a little bit. But I needed a trainer. Yeah. She walked with me for a year and a half, two years, and taught me things that I will never deviate from. And I think it's okay to do that, too, if you need that kind of help. You know, absolutely right. Linda. Yeah, I mean, we were never in, never called to live our life alone, right? And here's what's amazing. So when James wrote this about two thousand years ago, this document's been around for a while. He right. wrote it not to individuals. He wrote it to groups of people who met together in homes in what you and I today would yeah. call church. They didn't use that terminology right. back then. They just loved Jesus and they got together to talk about it and, and encourage one another. And that's James's writing to these individuals. Mm. So when James, the audience that James has in mind are always groups of people. And that's, that's mm. so, so here, so now we awesome. have like a plan of action, yeah. right? Shug? Yeah, so step one is do God's word, put it into practice. Step two, find somebody to hold you accountable or to do this with you so you're not doing it alone. And if you're like, I don't even know where to begin with that, find a local church or uh, reach out and just start start looking. Yeah. I, you can pray. Pray that God would bring someone into your life who is is also seeking him and, and right. wanting you know to go along this journey with you. Or you could start a group yourself and have somebody else lead it at your house. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. What time do you have come to? over, Linda? Yeah. <laughs> Whatever time. I'll, I'll let me think about that, Shug. <laughs> if you're just listening, uh, you've tuned into the best show there is. This is him for her radio women's hot topics. The hot topic today is being physically and spiritually mm. fit. We're here with Pastor Kyle Robinson with Wooddale Church and my co-guest host Linda Burns. We are rocking it when we're talking about, I mean, there's just so meat to the, so much meat to this topic. Yeah. Go back and listen to part one. This is part two. And go to our website, if you would, and please share even more topic ideas. Himforherministries.org, H-I-M number four, herministries.org, and put your suggestions down. Give us your challenges. Give us your victories. And, you know, we want to pray alongside you, too. If you're looking for a mentor, uh, if you want someone to mentor alongside you, just come to our website and we will pray for you to help you find the right mentor in the town that you live in. Um, and so we're coming right back to the show here, being physically and spiritually fit with Kyle, Pastor Kyle Robinson. So I got a question, if I could ask you. Yeah. You know, the Bible talks often about, um, you know, being physically and spiritually fit in different ways. You talked about the temple in the first section of our show. And I know that in your notes, you've got something written about controlling the flabby tongue. That's Can right. we talk oh. about that yeah. for just a minute? I mean, no offense, ladies, I'm not thinking about anybody in particular, but I just want you to know that we need to learn on this too. Yeah. And Shook, that, that is for me, this is the area where I slide out of fitness real quick. I can get very lazy with my with my tongue. And James, who we talked about before, and just yeah. if, if you're like, should I read the book of James? Here's just some of the beautiful things. Let me just read a little bit of what James has to say about our tongue and uh, see if this isn't true in your life as well. He says, with the tongue, we praise our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse human beings who have been made in God's image. Out of the same mouth comes praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. And he's right. It should not be. 
And Linda, this is something that for me in my own life, I really struggle with this. That surprises me. No. Well, well I mean, I'm just... I, I, you know, <laughs> I do too. I, I teach God's word, right? I know. I, I, I talk about, about God all the time. Right. And yet there's this little thing, Shug, called gossip. Yeah. That even in the church, even with a group of Christians, it's really easy to start telling stories from, you know, my point of view. Now, my Pastor perspective. Kyle, we did a whole show yeah. on gossip. Well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should go listen Tune to in, it. Tune in, ladies. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I should go learn from uh. it. But so God has really challenged me. You know, it, so mm-hmm. again, thinking about his word as a mirror, when I've read some of those passages, I look at it and I go, oh my goodness, oh my goodness, this is me. This is me. I need to work on this. I need to work on this. And here's the beautiful thing is, the, again, the Bible gives us some advice on how to do it. And so when it comes to those areas of our life where we recognize, uh-oh, I think I'm out of fitness here, or I need to tone up in a certain area, spiritually speaking, um, how we go about that process is very similar to how you would go about that process physically. Yeah. You have to learn what's the right motion that I need to start doing, what's the right actions I need to start doing, and then retraining your yourself uh, to do it. And the tongue is a brilliant example of that. Yeah. So uh, for me, very practically, uh, just just like, you know, when I when I squat, I've had some personal trainers tell me I, I lean forward too much. Like, no, Kyle, you're yeah. doing it wrong. You have to lean back on your heels. And they've showed me this is the right way to do it. Well, now I have to practice the right way to do it. And it's right. harder. It is a it is a lot harder. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but way more effective. Yeah. Yeah. It's the right it's the way you're supposed to do right. it, right? Yeah. yeah. And the same is true with our tongue. It's yeah. it's harder to use it the right way, but it's yeah. so much more effective. Yes. Right, Linda? Because yeah. here's the here's the powerful thing about the tongue. And and Shug, I hope your listeners really resonate with this. They have the power in their mouth with their tongue to give hope and encouragement and life to other people. Mm-hmm. And that's the beautiful power of our words. Think about how powerful our words are. Our words were a gift that God gave to us when he made us, and they were used to reflect his goodness to other people. Mm -hmm. And what we have done, this is the offense, we've taken that tongue that God gave us to talk about how great he is and how loving he is, and we've used it to talk about how terrible people are, who he made. And it's just deeply offensive, right? Well, so how do you, what do you do about that? Well, you retrain your tongue. Mm-hmm. Right. And so for me, very practically, mm-hmm. uh, I have had seasons of my life where I needed to retrain my tongue. So I made lists of words that I should not say. Uh, stop saying these these things. Yes. Stop being negative in what I'm saying. And to go intentionally say, how can I use my tongue to the way God's wanted me to? So literally in the morning when I'm having that, that time shook, I'll sit down you know, d- during these seasons of retraining. And I'll list people that I need to go to that day and say an encouraging word to yes. them. And to be on purpose and on point about using the tongue that God's given to me in a way that honors him. That's that's the practical mm. elements of getting spiritually fit is now you have some real good, clear next steps on what to do. You know what that reminds me of? I mean, when you get a couple miles into your run and you start to get that runner's high, yeah. that is exactly <laughs> what happens when you encourage other people. That's right. yes. I mean, because you're getting That's the love true. thing right. And you guys know, I quote my pastor often on that. Uh, we just need to get the love thing right. And myself, when I was uh, saved and born again, I had to learn not to swear anymore. I mean, I know it's hard to believe, listeners, <laughs> I used to swear. 
Once in a while, Kyle, out of the blue, nobody's in the room. Something slips out. I don't know what happens. But I'm still working on it. But uh, the women in prison, now you guys know I do prison ministry. Um, Him for Her Ministries has um, five different initiatives, and one of them is mentoring women inside a prison. Um, Come find us, himforherministries.org on the webpage and see what we're doing. But one of the first things I got to talk to him about is get rid of the swearing. We got to watch our words, you know, the slang. This isn't working. And and I really want you to be effective and glorifying God. And scripture says it's from the renewing of our mind. Yeah. Mm. And scripture yeah. also says, although we are outwardly wasting away, That's right. hello, happening here today, yeah. uh, <laughs> inwardly we're being renewed day by day. So I, we just have such great hope in that. And it all starts was saying yes to Jesus Christ. Yeah, it does. And yeah. Shug, that's, you know, I, I just I want to underscore that idea of that runner's high that you just described. That's true in all the aspects of our spiritual life. The more we do this, yeah. the more we start seeing how it's for our good and that God has a whole nother plan for our lives and for the lives of other people. And, you know, what a great way not only to work on our own spiritual fitness, but then to come alongside other people and help them work on their spiritual fitness as well. And when we start to do that, it creates these ripples, these right. ripples of hope, these ripples of encouragement that just extend way, way out. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's the that's the beautiful opportunity that God's given to each and, of us. And, you know, when you've been working out first thing in the morning, like what you're doing, you know, you're opening your Bible first, you're going for the run, you're being both physically Love and spiritually that. fit. Yeah. The whole day is a whole new perspective. Yeah. It's like a whole high, the whole day. I yes. mean, you know, and so I really encourage our listeners to do that. Linda, you're an avid exerciser. I am. I, I was just going to say that I be, I'm very intentional when I get up. And what I do, and I'm very similar to Kyle, where I will get up, I do a devotional and a study, read scripture, and then there are things that I'm praying about, and I take off, either go run, go cycle, go to the gym. I don't talk to anybody at the gym. That's the big joke. She's really antisocial. Yeah, I'm so focused, and I will talk to people, but I'm very intentional, and as I've done that, God has answered my prayers while I'm literally somebody will call me while I'm doing it. Yeah. Almost. And that's so, that's so yeah. encouraging. Yeah. And Shug, I, I'm just thought, I'm thankful or mindful of uh, you know, the, the lady out there that might be thinking, all right, but I, I'm tired. You know, what, I just don't feel, you know, what about yeah. those, those days? Or guy. When I just, yeah, or guy, you know, I'm just yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it today. Yeah. You know, the days I'm sitting in bed and here's the thing. And this is the final thing I'll say about spiritual fitness is stay the course. Yeah. You know, James, when he's writing to us, he tells believers who are going through hard times, be patient. Which is such a, an odd phrase to be patient in the midst of suffering, but just yeah. it, what he's saying is be long suffering, stay yeah. the course, and it's the, the and James gives us this beautiful image of a farmer who plants seed. And you know when you plant a seed, you got to wait for it to to bloom. Um, it doesn't happen right away, and don't go dig the seed up. Wait for wait for to bring about what God is going to be doing. And I would just say to to those who are kind of going through this, maybe you've hit a season where you're just struggling. When it comes to your spiritual fitness, stay the course. Keep doing what God's called you to do because you have no idea what God is about or is growing under the surface. And someday soon, it's going to break through and have a beautiful bloom of hope in your life. And Mm. that's what God is intending to do. You got to stay the course and and you got to keep you got to keep got to keep running. Yeah. Good point. Love that. I just love the analogy of the two together. And, you know, I've always loved the book of James. Uh, The book of James is concise. It's to the point. I've preached out of it to the women in prison and it is powerful. Mm. Uh, Pastor Kyle, would you come back again? 
I would love to. You know, not only are you just a dynamo over there, you've got a great radio voice, wouldn't you, listeners say? He was awesome. And Yay. I just thank you so much for coming I'll on. I'll be the audience. Yeah, this was Yay. fun. Yay. 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 Yeah, yeah, big applause. And uh, Linda, there you go. Thanks. (laughs) And Linda Burns, thank you so much for coming on and sharing and introducing me to Pastor Kyle. Um, You know, we want to do a follow-up, I believe, with him, um, not only on this topic, but I know that there's several more that he is just so gifted and and spiritually fit in. But ladies, I'm going to challenge you. I'm going to give you a dare. I dare you to get physically and spiritually fit. Every day, I want you to wake up. I want you to set your alarm a little earlier than usual. I want you to just take a moment and crack open the Bible, seven minutes if that's all it takes, seven up, seven up to the Lord, and then go out, get a walk in, and watch what God does in your life. Because in the book of James, he says, let perseverance finish its work so you may be found mature and complete, not lacking in anything. If you say yes to Jesus Christ, friends, you are not lacking in anything. My name is Sugbury, him for her ministries. Thank you so much for coming on and listening to our radio show, Women's Hot Topics. Until next time, I love you over and out.